If you're in Auckland and you've been out and about in the suburbs of Auckland, you may have been spoken to by a volunteer from the Citizens Advice Bureau asking you to sign a petition to save the service. Uh, Volunteers have taken to main streets, community festivals and local events to protest the possible closure of Citizens Advice Bureau in Auckland. Here to tell us what's going on is Kate Anderson, who is the area manager of CAB Auckland City. Kia ora, Kate. Kia ora, Susanna. What's happening exactly? What's the challenge here? So Auckland Council is obviously facing a big challenge with the budget deficit they've got this year. Um, And part of the proposal in the draft budget is to cut funding to the community sector of $41 And that includes cutting the $2 million that it costs to fund the 32 CABs across Auckland every year. Um, so we're fighting that. We've been, you know, we've been really grateful. Auckland Council has funded us. Well, local Auckland Council and its predecessors have funded Citizens Advice Bureau for over 50 years. And the service was started in 1970 in the Ponsonby Community Centre. And since then, we've helped many thousands of people, of course. Um, 163,000 people we helped last year in, in Tamaki Makara. Describe what kind of services the CAB provides. Like, what would those 163,000 people have been supported with? Well, we're there to help with anything. Um, so, it's just an extremely wide range of people, of, of questions and issues that people come in with. Um, we've got 900 volunteers across the city and 32 sites. And they are trained just to help people sort of navigate their way around life's challenges. So they'll they'll find them information and advice and um, link them up to services and supports that they might need. So um, I was thinking about some kind of um, you know to tell you some client stories when I um, when I was thinking about this interview earlier, and I just started going through what happened in one of our sites today, and I could just tell you five or six of those you know, anonymous. Stories, if you like. Yes, that, please. Yeah, so so like I was just quite actually really struck by the diversity of this. So, you know, someone um, wanting to um, disputing a, a damage to the rental with a landlord who's holding the bond, someone wanting legal advice with a work-related injury, um, someone who had a long and complex relationship with ACC arising from a series of sexual assaults. They needed help filling in a form. Um, it was an online form, and they couldn't do that. Um, someone who came in who had just started a new retail job and they were looking for advice because they've had challenges finding and keeping jobs and they really wanted to keep that one. Uh, someone that had had a home invasion five years ago was moved out by the police and is now getting has a claim from the property manager for damage done to the property at the time. So you can see that such a wide range of of issues that people are coming in with, and that was just one day in one of our sites, and there's a whole lot more there that I haven't told you about. So thank you for that detail, first of all. And with this detail in mind, what will the cuts to the Citizens Advice Bureau mean to these kinds of requests for help? So we are um, it, we we will have to close. We don't have um, we've only got enough funds in the bank to last. You know, we live hand to mouth every year. Um, as I say, we're extremely grateful to Auckland Council for funding us as they have in prior years. Um, but if they stop funding us, 
we're likely to close. Um, certainly, my group. I, I look after a group of ten out of the thirty-two, and we'll, you know, we're unlikely to be, be open past the end of the year, and we just really don't know where these people will go. Um, people that need this kind of help, and uh, you know, for example, uh, community law issued a press release a few days ago just saying that sending a message to Auckland councillors to say that they cannot resolve the significant gap that we left if we were to close, and that um, you know that they're there to provide free legal help, but they you know they couldn't they couldn't they couldn't respond to the increased demand. Is there a particular profile of people who use Citizens Advice Bureau or is it a variety of people? Well, look, um, I was really struck actually, just one of the first things that your previous caller said, they talked about inclusion and belonging and, and people who are marginalised. And, you know, I think that that's a, it's, it's, those are often the people that Citizens Advice Bureau do help. But we are there for everyone. You know, we will help tenants, but we'll also help landlords too. So, it's a it's an independent and universal service. Anyone who comes through the door um, will be helped by our volunteers. So at the moment, the budget cuts are a proposal. Is Auckland Council absolutely set on removing the support? Well, look, it's hard to know, really, um, Susanna. I, I, I think that... We're obviously talking to councillors, we're talking to um, local boards, but local boards having their funding cut as well. There's going to be a whole lot of other cuts to community that are going to have a significant impact um, in the communities across Auckland. Uh, there's a process to go through. Uh, the, at the moment, if you go online um, or go into any library, there's an opportunity to have your say. So there's a, a feedback opportunity for um, Auckland Council in terms of the budget, the draft budget. Um, and we've obviously got a petition that we are going to be presenting to Auckland Council at some stage. Uh, we haven't quite decided when we'll close it. We're getting close to 10,000 um, signatures at the moment and so we're hoping to get quite a few more before we before we commit to the um, Auckland Council governing body. And what's the situation like for Citizens Advice Bureau in other parts of the country? Yeah, so um, it's interesting. So in 2018, Wellington City Council uh, talked about cutting the funding to the sits. They've got five CABs in, in Wellington. And there was a, um, a, a bit of an uproar there and, and people thought that was the wrong decision. And so Wellington Council actually invested quite a lot of money in getting a consultant company, PwC, to do a bit of research into the value of the Citizen Advice Bureau. And as a result of that report, um, which really... Um, came down really strongly on, on the significant value provided by the CAB to not only the clients who come through the door, but also to the to, you know, the city council in terms of what they deliver to them. Um, and Wellington Council decided to you know, continue with their funding after that. But as we know, you know, uh, uh, the money's getting tight for everyone, right, around the country. And, and you know, it, it is for our clients. That's one of the reasons why we're seeing a lot more people are under a lot more pressure with floods and climate issues, but also with um, just increasing cost of living and other challenges that life throws at you. Equally, local authorities, I think, are having, um, you know, finances is becoming an issue. So, you know, you'd have to be really concerned um, about what might happen if, if the CAB service was lost in Auckland and what other with other local authorities might follow. 
Yeah, I've just got a text in actually which I'll share with you. Hi Susanna, I've been a volunteer for five years in South Auckland CAB. I've seen the CAB play a vital role for many people, especially for those new immigrants who are struggling in their new lives. Staffed by volunteers, this is a cost-effective public service. I could hardly imagine the negative impact on the community if it were to disappear. And CABs have been helping people for about 53 years. That's from Cathy. Yeah, just a wee message that's come in. Um, so it's interesting they use yeah. that um, word cost-effective because um, our our North Shore um, group of CABs, is um, six or seven on the North Shore, they recently did a study by an organisation called Impact Lab which looked at the social value that it gener- generated. So, you know, what's the good that's created from our service? And they provided a value for it. And they said for every dollar it costs to deliver the service, there was $13.20 of social value created which is, you know, exceptional. It's, it's, you know, evidence that actually we're a really cost-effective service. And we, you know, it's... Um, and I think that um, community law said that too. They kind of said the small amount of funding is money well spent given the social costs that would be borne by the community if we, if CAB's closed. Well, wishing you all the very best. That's really... <laughs> that's the simplest thing I can say, which is probably not very impartial, but it just doesn't make any sense to be, in my opinion. Listening no, to this, you, can I tell you? Can I tell people where to um, sign our petition? Sure. Yeah, and then you can sign the petition to um, to tell Auckland Council not to cut the funding for Citizens Advice Bureau. Thank you for your time tonight, Kate, and thank you for taking thank us you. through just your typical day. I really appreciated that detail. Great. Thanks for having me on, Susanna. Cheers. Bye-bye.